Financial Grown-Up Guide, the top new money books for grown-ups right now, October 2019 edition. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Welcome, my friends, to a new installment of our top money books for financial grownups series, where we share quick reviews and recommendations of money books we are loving right now, and you might want to check out. This month's picks include The House Hacking Strategy, How to Use Your Home to Achieve Financial Freedom by Craig Curlop, Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks by Jennifer Gefsky and Stacey Dilo, Retirement Reality Check, How to Spend Your Money and Still Leave an Amazing Legacy, by Josh Jelinski and Zen Bender, a decade-long enthusiastic quest to fix everything that was never broken by Stephanie Krikorian. These are recommendations, so I'm going to focus on why I was drawn to these books and what I got out of them. And full disclosure, we keep it positive here, so we do focus on books written by authors that appear on the podcast because if we're being honest, when I love a book, I want to know more and I want to share that with you guys. So we tend to reach out and try to get these authors on. We will include links to the author episodes in the show notes, which are at bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grownup podcast. You can find show notes for all of our episodes there and we have them categorized by themes, but you can also always just use the search bar and any keyword should get you to where you want to go. Let's get to it. First up, house hacking. So the full title of the book is The House Hacking Strategy, How to Use Your Home, to Achieve Financial Freedom. It is by Craig Kurlop. Craig is the Fi Guy at a community called Bigger Pockets that is basically the place to learn all things about real estate investing. So he really knows what he's talking about. Here's what I liked about the house hacking book. First of all, a ton of specific case studies, including that of the author and a lot of the people in his community. The style gives us context into understanding how house hacking can work for people from different backgrounds as well. He talks to people in all different stages of life and different economic circumstances with different resources and with different goals. I really enjoyed most of all the idea that people are in different stages of life because as someone who has kids, you think, how can this work for you? It is more challenging, but he goes there and he discusses it. And I think that's really valuable. Also, the the under-the-radar red flags for choosing tenants. This was an interesting part of the book. And a lot of this surprised me. These were things that you don't really think about. Like if someone objects to paying their rent on the first day of the month, what's up with that? I would think, well, whatever, who cares? As long as you get it in a regular payment schedule, what does it matter when the actual payment takes place? If they wanna pay on a certain different day? Apparently it does. And in the book, he explains why. And it was fascinating and makes a lot of sense once you really understand what goes on behind the scenes when you own a property and you're managing tenants. And the final thing that I want to highlight in this section of my review is that Craig really successfully talks about how to invest in areas that are not distressed. We talk a lot in real estate investing about finding these gems that are in bad shape, and then you put your magic touch on them and you renovate them, and then poof, you make a great profit. It is easier to fix up something that's in the so-called up-and-coming neighborhood and then sell it into a rising market. But the truth is that's not always happening. 
And also for many reasons, that isn't always what people want to do or what's available to them. So Craig walks us through how to find properties, even in more expensive areas, and also how to realistically understand and manage the different challenges and the different expectations on your return on your investment, depending on the kind of property that you buy, what neighborhood, and what you're going to put into it, what you're going to get out of it. Who is this book for? This book is for everyone interested in actually house hacking, of course, but also those of us who are just curious about how it all works. I mean, what is the difference between house hacking and just investing in real estate? Is that the same as the flip or flop people that we see on TV? How is it different? What kind of sacrifices do you have to make? Craig talks about a lot of compromises that people make when they're house hacking, at least very often in the short run. So it's interesting to see that they're making real choices and compromises in life in order to get these returns. And then you can be realistic about whether that's something you would ever do. At this stage in my life, not happening, but it's really interesting to at least know about it and think about whether someone that's younger in my life might benefit from doing that or in a different life stage. I was extremely skeptical. And honestly, some people over leverage, in my opinion, in real estate. But here's the thing. What I learned is that that's not always the case. There's a real formula and a method to the success of this house hacking technique. And Craig does a great job explaining this. So this, if nothing else, makes great cocktail party chatter, as they say. I thought it was well worth the time that I invested, even though I don't plan on investing in real estate using the house hacking strategy. So highly recommend the book. Quick and easy read in that sense, but also really eye-opening. So many little awesome tidbits going on here from Craig. Book number two, Your Turn, Careers, Kids, and Comebacks by Jennifer Gefsky and Stacey Dillo. Here's what I liked about this book. If we're being honest, it really spoke to me and to most of my friends. This is a book about how to keep your career going, even if you choose to hit pause. And while I have yet to hit pause completely, whether you're a parent or not, there are so many reasons that we can, should, and sometimes must take breaks from our career. So this is something not just for parents, even though the primary market is for parents. You may, for circumstances that you choose or circumstances, as they say, that choose you, have to hit pause. And this is an awesome resource. While there is a positive tone, it is not the usual rah, 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 blah, 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 you go girl stuff. This is realistic. And because that both empowers and challenges the reader to take ownership of the fact that making it happen has to come from them. And that's important to not just sort of say, well, society is not set up for this, so I'm stuck. Well, yeah, there's definitely a lot of progress that needs to be made, but there's a lot of stuff that we can all do for ourselves. And then also the book doesn't just speak to parents wanting to make a career comeback. As I mentioned, it also speaks to other constituents, but here's the big, big change that I loved from these ladies. It also speaks to employers who want these amazing resources to come back to work and they need to understand what they can do to make coming back to work reasonable and sustainable. And what's great is a lot of companies and employers are evolving and making it a much more possible and, as I said, sustainable thing for many parents or other people who have taken breaks from the workforce to come back and really contribute to their companies and be a great part of the team, maybe in a different way for part of the time, and maybe eventually being full-time just the way they were before they took that pause. It's a great way to approach the problem and find a solution, I should say. Who is this book for? Well, the authors have clearly targeted working moms, so that is clear. 
But this is also a book that men should read and not just dads who may face similar-ish challenges coming back into work full-time. I also mean the men who work past tense with the women earlier in their career and will get reintroduced to them when they return to their jobs to better understand what kind of challenges they're facing and also the value that they bring to the organization when they come back. And then finally, companies that want to recruit and retain workers who took a pause. Great for anyone who works in HR or management or who is in a hiring position so they can better understand how to tap into this resource. Book number three, we are moving from midlife stage to retirement with Josh Jelinski's Retirement Reality Check, How to Spend Your Money and Still Leave an Amazing Legacy. If his name sounds familiar, you may know Jelinski from his radio show, The Financial Quarterback, which I've been a guest on and really enjoy. What I like about this, well, Josh talks about tools that aren't always super mainstream these days, including annuities and whole life. These are not for everyone. In fact, they're not for a lot of people. Beware. But there are some instances where these are a very good thing for some people. And we all should at least know what they are so we can make the right decision for us. So I like the fact that he doesn't just dismiss them, that he discusses this could be an option. Josh also strikes a really nice balance between focusing on living the life we want and also wanting to leave something for those who come after us. Passing wealth onto family members is something a lot of people also care about. And it's not really addressed that often in books aimed at one's own retirement. And finally, Josh's gregarious personality comes through making this tough topic a lot more pleasant to learn about. Who is this book for? Well, anyone who wants to retire comfortably and wants a roadmap and a fresh perspective, including, as I mentioned, some controversial options. And finally, a little bit off topic in terms of money, but because the author spent an ungodly sum of money on self-help and wellness, and has a background as a finance journalist with yours truly. We're adding her in as a bonus book for this episode. And that is author Stephanie Krikorian's Zen Bender, a decade-long enthusiastic quest to fix everything that was never broken. In full disclosure, we have worked together, as I mentioned, at a couple of different news organizations in the book. And she even reminded me we briefly shared an office. So apologies to Stephanie, because I probably wasn't the best office roommate. Nevertheless, I had no idea that all of this was happening right under my nose, or frankly, that Stephanie was just so cool. I guess I was busy on my own Zen Bender question to fix everything in my life as well. And aren't we all? So getting into what I loved about Zen Bender, so much of the time, we think we're the only ones experiencing different challenges in life. But in fact, many others like Stephanie, are having similar life experiences from insecurity to weight, career battles, questions about where you are in life, relationships, and of course, adulting. This book may be nonfiction, but it is a page turner as if it were a fiction book. You just need to tell someone about ASAP so they can be in on it too. And Stephanie has amazing money tips and life insights from just using one pump of shampoo to save money to the admission that, yes, in her words, and this is one of my favorite quotes from the book, I am built to spa. Stephanie knows who she is and she will help you figure out or admit who you are too. Let me know how you liked this episode and any suggestions that you have 
We're going to put links to the books mentioned here, as well as the author episodes in the show notes. You can find them all by going to bobbyrebell.com forward slash podcast forward slash October 2019 books. And please support the authors by buying their books or at the very least going to the library and requesting them because library buying counts too. You can also use the search bar to find this and any of our episodes on bobbyrebell.com. And thanks to all our great authors for helping us be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.